Do you find it challenging to manage your day-to-day life and schedule and don't feel like you have the necessary skills to move forward in your fitness and nutrition goals due to your shift work, your busy schedule, and other obligations that you have? Well, today I'm going to break down the four basic lifestyle skills that I think you need to cover and manage and practice and master to be able to see success in your fitness and your nutrition for a very long period of time. And this has nothing to do with counting macros. Pay attention. Talk to you in a minute. All right, guys, what is up? This is Alfred Wilson, fitness and nutrition coach for EMS Professional. And today we're going to be going over the four basic lifestyle habits. Now, previous in a previous podcast, I talked about the five basic nutrition skills, and this is a delayed part of a three-part series for the skills, practices, and habits that you need to be able to have a long fitness journey. I also did a bunch of graphics with a triangle that talks about recovery, exercise, and nutrition. This kind of sits along those same lines with recovery that covers your that goes into your four basic lifestyle habits. Your exercise goes into your five movement patterns or six movement patterns, and your nutrition covers your five basic nutrition skills. These are all the basic fitness triangle for EMS professionals that I. I think need to be held as a priority. And if you can manage these um, on the front end, then you can do anything you want for a long period of time. Then you're just talking about gaining new skills and practicing while maintaining a level of fitness for a long period of time. So that's really what I'm trying to accomplish with you here is to give you the tools and the skills that you need to practice. And then it is up to you to just go out and execute on that. And if you need some help, then, you know, hit me up. Shoot me an email, shoot me a message on Instagram, and I'll be happy to see if I can help you out. Um, so let's get right into it. Um, so how do I want to start this? Because most of the time I talk, sometimes I talk about this to people and I feel like it comes off kind of gimmicky, but there's no real gimmick here. There's no hack. There's no trick. If you want to get better at something, you have to to practice doing the thing. I don't know how many other ways to say that. I'm sure I can figure it out if I sat and thought about it long enough, but there's no other real way to say that. You have to practice. And I think practicing involves developing habits. And which one comes first, the chicken or the egg? Who knows, right? But I believe if you practice it, you'll create the habits. So there's your answer. So which habits do we need? And how do we implement them in practice? That's what I'm going to try to cover here today. Okay, so first habit is sleep. Sleep is largely responsible for recovery. And it'll help reduce stress amongst other things. Sleep is hard. Yeah, but it's not hard because you don't have the hours. It's hard because you haven't practiced putting, getting into a good sleep or bedtime routine. So that's made it super challenging and super difficult for you to get sleep because there are other things that are held at a higher priority. When if you took the time and changed your perspective a little bit and said, if I got more sleep, what would I be able to accomplish within my waking hours? So it's not so much, well, I need to get more sleep to be able to aid in recovery. Yeah, that's true. But just change the perspective and try to hit it at a different angle. right? If I can get six to eight hours of sleep per day, 
and even six on the low end being appropriate, especially if you're working shift work. Well, the best I got is six. Awesome. Over time, obviously, you'd, it'd be beneficial to you, I'm sure, to extend that out. But we are resilient. We will adapt. And the bigger goal is that you're able to do it consistently. So if you get six hours one day, three hours the next four days, and then six hours one day, and then four hours two days, and then three hours the next four days, and then two hours because you're up playing on your phone watching Netflix, then you're not really getting into a point where you can say, all right, I'm able to do this and manage it consistently. Because that's what you're, what you're practicing is being inconsistent. Which is still great practice if that's the goal, but if you're trying to create a consistent rhythm and you're trying to maintain a certain level of energy throughout the day, you need to give yourself an opportunity to recover. That's the entire reason we're working out anyway, is to create the opportunity to recover well. Because with recovery comes growth, and that means you get stronger, less prone for injury, and you can do your job and perform better, longer, look better, so on and so forth, all the things that you want to accomplish. So... Sleep is the first one. How are you going to do it? Create a bedtime routine. Bedtime routine includes putting down your phone. Now, I I go back and forth with this because, and I'll tell you why in a little bit, but it does include putting down your phone or in some aspect getting into a rhythm where your phone is on its way to getting put down. If I said that I put my phone down two hours before I went to bed every night, that'd be a freaking lie. But what I do is about 30 minutes before I go to bed, I do stop drinking as much or two hours before I go to bed, I do stop drinking as much water. I do try to limit the amount of light that's around me overall. So I'll turn off the lights in the living room. I'll turn off the lights on the TV and I will dim the light on my phone because I'm still scrolling through doing stuff on my phone. But I also have a time where the phone gets put down. So no later than 10 o'clock. I no longer have my phone in my hand. It's on the charger face down so I don't see the light from it and I get to go to bed. And then I have a 10 minute period where my eyes are closed, taking big deep breaths into my belly until I fall asleep. And of course, like I brush my teeth, all that stuff, right? Um, And that's all part of the routine. But, But I have a consistent routine that I do every night that doesn't really change unless like my dogs knock down a chair that happened the other night completely ticked me off but for the most part my routine is the same and then i wake up at four o'clock four thirty every morning sometimes i do hit the snooze button and i get up about four thirty. so i do that every morning and when i wake up same routine I get my phone off the charger i will look at like news that happens first thing in the morning most people say don't look at your phone first thing in the morning my phone's already dimmed so and I find a little bit of joy and, and comfort in knowing what's going on when I get off the phone. So does is it of my detriment and my health mentally and physically to look at my phone when I first get up? Mm, I'm okay with it. So if you're okay with it, that's completely fine. And I think there needs to be that individual kind of status. But if you get up and you look at your phone and you're immediately stressed out, then maybe you put it down for the first 30 minutes. You meditate, you journal, you move a little bit first thing out the bed before you ever pick up your phone. Then you kind of walk into that cortisol bump that you get throughout the day. Um, So that's one way to cover your sleep. Next habit is stress. How do we manage stress? I'm going to make this super simple. I'm going to attach a PDF to the 
um, description of this episode and you don't need to sign up for anything just click on the link and it should just get sent right over to you it'll be in a um, a Google document and you can just have that those are a five or t five to ten different ways to manage stress things that you can do that are actionable what I tell my clients is to pick three or four of them and or pick one if that's easiest and then just practice that okay you have to practice I'm not gonna change my tone on that pick a few practice them for a couple of weeks which ones land which ones don't keep the ones that you can do consistently over a period of time if you feel like they're not working for you anymore you have a list that you can refer back to keep it in your notes on your phone so you can always look through that and decide which one you're going to practice put it in your calendar and execute on it um, but things like again bedtime routine journaling helps walking after dinner um praying if that is your religious preference then it's very similar to meditation for some people so so any of those things work well speaking to a counselor if that's something that you need find somebody that you can talk to and manage your stress appropriately exercise is a way to manage stress it will bring on some physical stress but you have to be pretty pretty aware of that and depending on where you're at in your fitness routine you may never actually even touch it there's a lot of people that will say and i used to be in that boat too well you don't want to overstress yourself but you do want to be challenged and you need to play the game to figure out where you sit in that and if you never play the game you never know what you're capable of inside of it so get in there do the reps see what works see what doesn't if you're experiencing relief from stress with exercise and you don't feel overly stressed, you don't feel run down, you are not lower in your levels of energy, then always try to do more. If you feel like it's getting overwhelming and you're doing too much, then exercise is the easiest thing to back down on. That doesn't mean don't move at all, but maybe lower your intensity there and then still experience some relief and stress. Um, next, back into exercise, is move every day. This does not necessarily mean that you need to do a high intensity circuit or go for hill sprints but it does mean that you need to get off your tail and move around all right um why facilitates blood flow helps with stress management things you already talked about can help you get to sleep and can wake you up from a sleep once you're done start your day end your day moving a little bit every day and lastly find your purpose so this is huge um, because it's super hard to define that, right? You're the only person that gets to say what your purpose is, what you're here for, and whether you're right or wrong, you'll figure that out when all of our times are up here because that is ultimately what's happening. The Not to get super morbid, but the moment we're born, we start to die. And understanding what your purpose is here and how everything else aligns with that is going to make it super simple for you to have a really good lifestyle, feel really comfortable, and... Um, do things you want to do. Uh, for me, I believe that my purpose was to work hard and help other people. And I do that at times to my detriment, but um, that makes me happy. And everything that I dis make decisions on is filtered around that. So I'll give you a small example that's a little different from that, but I really like ice cream. Now, is ice cream the best food choice in the world? No, but does it help me accomplish my purpose yes because it keeps me happy emotionally at times so i don't need it all the time but when i do have it there's no guilt around it and there's no stress around me eating it or did i have too much or is that not enough or should i put it back in the freezer 
I have an appropriate amount to let me make sure that I am fulfilled. And then I move on. So I think that that same kind of analogy can be applied to anything. What is it that you're wanting to do? Do you, does it align with what it is ultimately that you're trying to accomplish? And if it does, then you're probably doing the right thing. And if you're not, over time, we learn, we grow, we change, and we adapt. But we all ultimately have a larger purpose. So that's what I think we're, or those are the four, excuse me, those are the four basic lifestyle, four basic lifestyle habits. And how do we grow those is we practice, right? These are habits. So in order to get good at them or to understand them, we need to practice and pay attention and be aware of that. So the big things that are going to do that for you, overarching in here, journaling, reflecting, and repeating. Um, now, for some people, repeating seems boring, but the first time you started an IV or the first time you bagged somebody, you didn't do it once and say, I mastered this. You practiced over and over and over. And because it was in a classroom environment, it was super easy. Now, because of the extra education and training you have, you can take that same information and you can go out and practice. So again, just like the rest of these episodes that I've been recording recently, the whole idea is that you, if you want to get better at it, you need to practice, you need to put in the reps. If you're not putting in the reps, there's no way you're going to get better. You have to implement practice. All of the theories and the frameworks in the world don't matter if you were just sitting around listening to them. So call to action is to get up off your ass and go practice living the lifestyle that you want to live that includes getting more sleep, managing your stress, moving your body every day, finding out what your purpose is through those other three methods. Practice these habits and you'll have a good way to go. All right, guys, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. Um, leave a review if you thought this was helpful. Share it if, um, if you kind of resonated with any of it at all. And I'll talk to you soon. Have a great day.